there, everybody. It is Taylor. I just wanted to let you know that we have a brand new sponsor for the show, Libertas Alive. If you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, you've seen me wearing some of this awesome, awesome Catholic gear. I love Libertas stuff, uh, and I know you will too. So a couple things about Libertas. It means freedom in Latin. I, and yes, uh, for those of you who have listened to the show before, I'm not smart enough to know that. I'm reading off of a text that uh, the guy who started it sent me. So that's what Libertas means. Alive comes from the idea that we, when we grow closer to God, the more fully alive we are. If you've seen the logo, it's called Navigating with Faith, uh, Navigating with the Light of Faith. Henceforth, the logo is the sun and the compass. It's it's dope stuff, man. So go to ForteCatholic.com slash Alive, A-L-I-V-E, to get 15% off all this stuff right now. And maybe one day, just maybe, you'll look as cool as me. Warning. What you are about to hear is a really loud Catholic dude. After all, he ain't called the Forte Catholic for nothing. So relax your grip on the steering wheel. Pull your headphones away ever so slightly secure any loose articles, and muffle Junior's ears, because it's time to make Catholicism fun again on the Forte Catholic Show with Taylor Schroll on Red Sea Catholic Radio. Microphone, ladies and gentlemen, it's gorgeous. I showed it on social media the other day, but this is the first official episode with me recording on the brand new Rode Podcaster mic, and I am super excited about it. If you couldn't tell already, uh, Olivia Eugene Harrison is one of my co-hosts, <laughs> and she has never been in the Taylor Stroll headquarters, which I is my know. house. You've never been in the Forte Catholic headquarters, nope. which is also now my house. Uh, you're here now. What do you think? I am so stoked. First of all, thank you for making it so Texas techy in here. Everything is red and black, and I know that's for me. So thank you, Taylor. I knew you loved me. And he has Spider-Man hanging up. Love Spidey. So I'm happy. This uh, is great. Yeah, so uh, she's referencing the soundproofing that I have, which is for together colors, red and black. But everyone that comes in <laughs> says either it's a checkerboard or it's Texas Tech. Well, and people are either excited about that. Or or not, but okay. So Allison has been in here before. Yeah. She mentioned the the Spidey the Spider Man. I love it. I almost said the Spidey Man. The Spidey. Well, because it says Spidey on the fabric, so oh, it does. that's fair. I never that's looked what? at it long enough to recognize. Are you that. serious? No. It's the first thing I saw. It's been hanging up there for two months. I but cannot. The we're almost done, Olivia. So the door is being installed. On Thursday, so this is the last time anyone sees Spidey. That's no. going back on my son's bed no. where it belongs. <laughs> He's been shivering. We just got a, a cold front that came in, and he can finally yeah. have a comforter. Yeah, Wait, our, our, our family has all been sharing a cold, and we're not sure why. Oh but, my uh, gosh! It started maybe around two months ago. The poor children. Well, can we have like maybe like a framed? You know what I mean? Like keep it up here just for you know nostalgia. You know we can remember the Spidey. nostalgia. You've never been here. <laughs> I'm having a moment with the spiny comforter. Just right there. Look, you have no decorations. I say you take off a piece. The kid will be fine. Frame it, and we'll all remember when it got started and you had no door. No. 
Okay. We're not going to do that. Well, I'm not going to desecrate my son's comforter. All right. I'm going to find another comforter and I'm going to make you a gift. That's your Christmas gift. I'm going to make you a wall hanging. Thanks so much. <laughs> I appreciate you being here. Well, you here. weren't getting anything to begin with, so you should be excited. Well, that's going to be really awkward because <laughs> I was about to give you your present here on the air. All right. I guess I it. won't do that. I'll <laughs> give it to someone else instead who really loves me. There is no present, everybody. Please. There really is. <laughs> uh, but this is the first time we're yeah, recording yeah. where, where, like, this is new for me we have a desk i have my two macs running all the yeah. all the all the recording and all of the uh father tim grumbach is coming on the show today so Can't he's, wait. he's phenomenal we like him from twitter you were like where does he live and i was like i don't know twitter like i don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know i don't know we're gonna find out all together oh, yeah, we could ask him how convenient that we get to interview him i know it's like this is nice people are always like why don't you prepare more for your interviews i was like because they know they know the answers i yeah. can just ask them and they'll tell yeah me. what would we talk about yeah exactly i love that yeah, this is awesome. This is super legit. I'm impressed. So, and yeah. your mic is gorgeous. I'm a little jealous. I don't have that mic. Yeah. I have a ghetto. No, it's not ghetto. Well, we got the a, we mic. got the A team and the C team here, so <laughs> you can you can absolutely tell by the choice of the mic. I'm the A team, and I gave him my mic. That's I, what he meant. The, the B team is Allison. She actually has her own <gasps> special mic. He's so. so mean to me. <laughs> I you know what? And if you're, I want people to write and say how mean Taylor is to live because it's true. He's not like this with Allison. We all know she's the favorite. That's okay. And I want people to write mean things to. Live and we'll see which one <laughs> we get more of. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, that's so fantastic. let's talk about some Catholic stuff because that's, that's kind of what we do here. <laughs> so starting off with the, the depths of all Catholic conversations, sure. obviously, yeah. we have to talk about why I was in court today. You were in court today? I was in court today. So All day? No. Is that why we're recording so late, Taylor? Yes, uh, and I don't, I don't know if you're playing dumb because you <laughs> no, know I on really the radio, have no idea. We have talked about this at length. One hundred percent, have never talked about it. Yes, we have. No, Absolutely. we have not. You were like, "What time?" I'm going to pull up the text. No, messages. you told me we're going to record late, but I never asked why. I don't know your life. I don't know your. Listen, you didn't have to ask why. I drive I, in from Houston. You. And you tell me what time to be here. And I know you're like, I don't know. You have a wife and children and you coach things and you do stuff. I don't know. You did not what say. Uh, December 5th All at right, 8.21 p.m. <laughs> it was a Thursday, Whatever. in case you're wondering. I, here's what I said. Okay. What time do you want to record on the 16th? Three-ish? Question mark. There's a possibility I have jury duty that day. Would you be available after five just in case? You didn't answer. So the next morning, uh, you know how you can like tap back on Let the iPhone? Let me see. There's a question mark. Give this to me. Because you didn't answer me. Stop. How Listen, here's the deal. You said away? maybe jury, but I didn't know. I didn't know. You didn't like, whatever. Like, I did not read your text. That No one reads. Come on. Well, maybe you should That's read so whenever December I talk to you. December 5th. Dude, I was getting over the flu. So, okay, that's the third go. segment. We're not talking about you to the All third right, segment. Fine. You did almost die, and uh, and it's important, <laughs> but not important enough to be All in the right, first All right, so tell me about your court day today. Okay, I want to so, hear all about it. So I'm I, so I interested. went to court, and this is the worst possible day for this to happen. Because, uh, you know, have you ever been called for jury duty? Are you a good no. and fine upstanding citizen? No, because I've been raising kids. So apparently there's some like little you know rule that if you have kids... At a certain age, you don't have to do it. That, so, that's no. untrue. If you are a woman with kids at a certain well, age, that, you don't have to go. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm the uh, primary uh, caregiver, uh, although I'm never I think home. It, yeah. I think it's genderist against it fathers. I think that's fair. Genderist. Genderist. Wait, that's not a word. It is. I just didn't want to say the next one, the other word. Sexist? <laughs> yeah, that one. Why? So because it has the word ist in it, okay? <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> that so, is true. I'm against that word. Go so ahead. When you get called for jury duty, if you're a good, yeah. fine, and upstanding citizen like I am, 
uh, you get to pick like, hey, are there days that you can't come? Oh, really? Because you have like work or something. Right. And I I got summoned like 10, like 10, 12 months ago. And I they were like, you said there are too many dates where you can't be there. So we'll we'll contact you in a, a few months. And then I get it again. I fill out the thing. It's like. Do you have things going on? Yes, I'm busy. I have four jobs and so you're not, kids. And so you're not a good citizen is what you're saying. I'm a good citizen. I just delay it. So You're a delayed citizen. A delayed citizen. Uh, that okay. might actually be a real term, and I apologize thing. if you're a delayed citizen, <laughs> if that means anything to you. Oh, no. It probably <laughs> I does. I don't, know if that, I don't know if it's true, but I'm just apologizing <laughs> just in case, just to be safe. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, I feel awful. Well, you should because you look it. So uh, <laughs> you, the you actually look very nice today. Thank you're, you. You're wearing pink in I honor am. of this past weekend's mask. That's I would right. Yeah. That's true. No, that's not why. I, this is the only sweater I own, and today was a cold front. I don't have any sweaters. I have sweatshirts. I dress like a teenager. I dress like I'm in college. You know this. Yeah, but here I am in the this middle a of a story sweater. about jury duty, and now I just want to ask you questions. Why do you only have one sweater? Okay, keep going. <laughs> I just bought. You're like this. a grown human person. Yeah, but am I? I mean, come on, Taylor. I just bought this sweater. It just came in the mail. My girlfriend owns this incredible company called Moxie's VIP. It's She's on Facebook. Married to a man, uh, her friend that is female. Okay. Oh, come on. Everybody knows what that means. And um, she has contracts with Nordstrom's, Bloomingdale's, Macy's, I don't know, all these bougie stuff, Neiman's, and she gets their stuff, puts it on sale for seventy percent off. This was an eighty-five, ninety-dollar sweater that I got for fifteen bucks. Amazing. Moxie's VIP on Facebook. Well, Continue I'm, with your I'm, story. I'm happy for you that you got uh, a very bucks. nice sweater. But I'm yeah. also upset because the more you talk about your sweater, the further away from your microphone you get. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was petting my sweater. <laughs> so uh, you might have to go to court. But I was in court today. Uh, yeah. And I, like, uh, essentially they were like, you've told us enough days that you're not going to be here. That you're going to be at work or that you're doing other yeah. things. They tra- like I travel a lot for work. Like, you I do. Can't, I can't be here. I'm not in the yeah. state, you know. But they they were finally like, okay, you're going to be here on this date today, Monday, September 16th. They didn't care. And I was like, okay, they didn't care. But I was like, okay, fine. I can be there Monday, September 16th. September, December 16th. <laughs> I'd even pick that up. Well, you're That's... not bright. Um, <laughs> thank God you wear nice sweaters. So. I was forced to be here, but it was fine. Yeah. It's like the yeah. school year's wrapping up. Like all the kids at the high school that I work at. Is this their last week before yeah, Christmas they're break? They're in finals. Like they're we're done, done on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, fine. Like I, as long as I can record the show later. And then my boss tells me, like, you could be sequestered. Do you know what the word sequestered means? Do I look like I know? Of course I don't. Does that mean they come and get you? <laughs> Get in the car. <laughs> We're going to court. It's is like, this no. like they confiscate no, you? It, like, yeah, they do kind of. Co- is that what that say means? Say that word again. Stop. Don't. What was that do word this? that started with C? Taylor, I'm a trophy. Talk tro- your microphone. I'm a trophy wife, Taylor. <laughs> I don't know words. That's not what you said, but both were lies. So, confiscate. Yeah, there you go. You said it correctly. Did I'm I? Proud yeah, I'm proud of you. Oh, good. Sequester. What did I say? Okay. Uh, I said sequester. Oh, you're you very said lost. That. Okay, so go. It means that they can like keep you overnight. You can't talk to anyone. Like, like in jail. No, no, in a hotel. Like, I'm oh, not... if you get picked for the jury, right? Oh, you didn't say that part. You can get picked for the jury. You can spend the night. Yeah, yeah. You've never watched like uh, any film ever. I mean, I didn't think I was being called for the OJ trial. <laughs> like, it's Bryan, Texas. It what could be. It could be a murder trial. Well, it wasn't. So, uh, <laughs> so I, I go and I show up, and in the midst of all of this. Like last week, we're in the process of hiring a new person at work. That's all I'll say about that. We're in the process of hiring a new okay. person at work, and we're we're flying two people in 
because they're the top two candidates. That's for legit, this position. man. Where are they coming in from? Uh, I can't tell you. I literally said I'm not going to uh, tell you anymore. Well, okay, geez. The airport. They came in from the airport. <laughs> I said they're flying. I picked in. them up in Houston and brought them here. They flew into here. Stop, All right. Stop trying to be helpful for things that happened four hours ago. So, uh, <laughs> so like this all popped up last week because we're in the middle of this hiring process and we're like, hey, can you fly in next week? And they both said yes. So now all of a sudden, this day that I had absolutely nothing to do other than record this show, I'm I'm hosting someone right now, and I'm in here in a padded room with you. <laughs> <laughs> it is your dream, and by dream I mean complete nightmare. Yeah, dreams. That's why I always say when people are like, "Hey, how you doing?" I say, "Live in the dream," because you have no idea which one I mean. That's right? exactly. That's a good point. It's a very good point. Are they I, staying I, at your I, house, I, these people? Are they here? No, they're not staying here. They're staying at a hotel. You you, you seem to be very confused. Like, you just forget hotels. No exist. one's flown me in and asked me to come in for something and put me... Well, that's okay. That's absolutely a lie. We just talked about you being flown into one of the nicest hotels in the United States of America a couple of, ti- a couple of times when you were back on the show. Okay, go. So, anyway, you can just keep lying. I guess that's your <laughs> theme for today's show. I am like the least lie person ever. Is lie a word? It's not a word. Say confiscate again. <laughs> confiscate. <laughs> there you go. Is that right? Did I say right? Confiscate? No, I, I don't understand how you said it incorrectly, and then you said it correctly, and then I said it. All you have to do is repeat what I said. You said it incorrectly I can't decide twice. if it has the in or not. If you're trying to tell me if it's confiscate. Con? No, confiscate. So I must have no, said it no, without you're the- you're still adding another in. it. Okay. So anyway, back to me being at, at, at jury duty. So we show up. No one's happy to be there. And they're and like the first thing that the people say is like, we're going to make your stay here as nice as possible. I'm like, what? This isn't the Hyatt. Like, <laughs> none of us want to be here. Like, we don't want to be here. So <laughs> this uh, isn't the Hyatt. That was funny. Well, thank you. I, I got that from your laughing. So uh, we sit in there for 45 minutes. So we, we were all there waiting outside for like 30 minutes. Then we go into the court. I've never been in a court. No, like this, yeah. No, that's a lie. I was in a court one time where I got a parking I got a parking ticket in San Antonio. I walked in. I told the guy the story. I was like, he gave me the ticket for being there too long. The time expired at the exact time that I was standing at my car, and he was giving me the ticket. And I walked into the court. I told the judge the story, and he said, "Get out of here." And I'm like, "You're di- like, you. you're mad at me?" He's like, "No, I'm mad at the officer. Like, yeah. you, you don't, you don't pay anything. That's not gonna count." Go home. So, we're there today, and I was, you know, none of us want to be there. I have better things to do other than, I guess, serve my country. I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready to like get out of this, right? Oh, really? Because You're gonna say all sorts of things. I, I, I you am, had a plan. I, I chose my words very carefully. I, no, I didn't end up having to use any of this. I'll tell you the story of why in a second. But I was like, I am a practicing Catholic. You said that? I was going to. Oh. I didn't, uh, I wasn't going to say good Catholic, just practicing. You're a good Catholic, Taylor. I'm, I'm a practicing Catholic. So uh, I was also going to say, like, look, I, 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 stuff came up at work. Like, I'm, I have things to do. Yeah. Uh, I also have this tweet saved from when this saga all began. Yeah. Like 10 months ago. I, I tweeted out, it, it asked, are you of of good character and sound mind? And a good moral character and sound mind, something like that. And I tweeted it out as a poll. Like, hey, friends, I got called for jury duty. This is one of the questions and I need your help to answer. <laughs> and like 70% of my followers said, I'm not of good character or sound mind. <laughs> So I had that tweet ready. <laughs> to prove it? Yeah, to prove that it. That was your to prove in court. That's <laughs> hilarious. Well, you're a terrible I, lawyer, but this is funny. I don't know how often tweets are used in court. But I was going to say, I, I don't think that's it. a thing. Yeah. But, like, I didn't know. Like, 
I know the rules like when you walk into a church, right? Right. You're supposed to, ge- at least Catholic church. Genuflect? You're supposed to ge- genuflect. Yeah. I'm surprised you know that word. Wow. Um, wow, Taylor. I shouldn't really be surprised after this segment. <laughs> so you're supposed to genuflect. You're supposed to take off your hats. And like, I was wearing a hat and I, stop it. This isn't a dumb youth ministry event. So uh, I was like, <laughs> I was like, do I need to take my hat off? What do I wear? Like, I don't know what to do wear. Do I bow? To... <laughs> do I curtsy? <laughs> do I Do I kiss his ring? Do I <laughs> like, look in his eyes? Right. And then I was very confused by it all. Sure. But everyone else was wearing hats and like most of the other jurors Chewing looked like gum. slobs. Like, right. At least I was a slob that dressed up nice, you know? Like <laughs> I wore my dressy slob. <laughs> right. was, I just, no, I, I, I look slobby, but mm. my, I don't know if that's a word either. But no. I dressed very nice for the oh, occasion. Oh, did you wear a suit? No. <laughs> khakis? I did wear khakis. Uh, polo? And a polo oh. and a Catholic hat, just in case. The, the, did it, they did didn't you wear me. your Make Catholic Fun again? No, absolutely you not. You should have. I absolutely would not I would have paid that. you 50 bucks to walk in there with that hat. Well. Next you, time. You would have. Next apparently, time. all you're saying is that you would have been very helpful to me six hours ago. Well, I'm just. <laughs> what did you think to call me? You're the worst. <laughs> well, I did call you four times on your way here and you didn't answer. I was so, on the phone. Um, <laughs> I'm in court. Yeah. We sit there for 45 minutes. And the guy, it's just awkward. Like, it's super quiet. I don't know if I can be on my phone. So I just took oh, out yeah. my phone. I'm just on Twitter, hanging out on my phone. I start playing the, the. it's a card game that you can play on your phone now okay. called Exploding Kittens. Have you ever heard of yeah, this game? Yeah, I've heard of it. It's but so much fun. It's not as violent as it sounds. just a simple <laughs> card game. So I'm playing that in, in the room, hoping they hear the explosions and maybe kick me out. Like, I, I'm trying to get out of this. <laughs> they right? hear the explosions <laughs> and kick me out. I'm trying to get out of this whole thing. That's awesome. And yet, uh, I was like, I want to do my civic duty. I want to be a good citizen. At the same time, I'm very busy. I, I have other things that I could be doing. And we sit there for 45 minutes. And I'm not a patient person. Oh, I've met you. So 45 minutes. How do you think I was acting for 45 minutes just sitting in that room completely silent? You were like a seventh grade boy who I, like if I was their substitute teacher and he's 12 and he's sitting in there and throwing things at people and writing on the desk and running around. And you, I, you would drive me nuts. You, 45 minutes? No way. You do realize we're going to be together for like an hour and a half today, right? <laughs> Yeah, but you have something to do. You're talking to someone. I do. You don't. You couldn't talk to anybody, could you? How great would it be is I, if I just walked into the courtroom and I was like, "What's up? <laughs> See, I'm Taylor Schroll, juror number three seven four three two one." And then you're like, "I'll have a sharpie and I'm signing things over in that corner." That'd be amazing. It would have been great. But so you were going crazy. All uh, yes, all of I it was it. not. But here, here's the moment that I had. I was like, "It's been 45 minutes and we've done absolutely nothing." Mm-mm. If they come back and they say you don't actually have to be here, like because essentially <gasps> that they can said, happen. Yeah, they, they're they, like we're not doing court today. We saw the defendant, like the we saw the defendant and his lawyer. Oh my god! And we saw like the state's lawyer. We saw them all come in. They all left the room, uh-uh. which is like weird because they were like court's in session. And they all left. I'm yeah. like, I've never been in court before, but I didn't think all the lawyers and defendants left immediately. <laughs> they went and met in like their own room. And then they came out like maybe 30 minutes in. They were like, they're deliberating to see if they can do this without court. And I'm like, first of all, cool. That means I could get out of this. Yeah. Secondly, you couldn't do this Friday? Like, <laughs> or in the parking lot right. or over Skype? Like, pick something. No, like, like yeah, like you could have not made all of us. Yeah, come do here. that. You have like an hour ahead of your time. So let's say that your time is at 10 or something, and they can meet from 8 to 10, and you get a text at 9 45. Everybody knows in 15 minutes, don't come in. I know. It was, it was why absolutely why. Why can't they wild. do that? So I was going to be like 
happy it's like pre-law but also frustrated yeah if they came back and they sure. were like it's fine so sure enough 15 minutes later all rise for the honorable judge so and so and i'm like dang it they didn't figure it out we're gonna have to she she comes out and just says the word thank you about eight thousand times she's like thank you for your service thank you for being here thank you for all your patience uh they figured it out um uh, you don't have to be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Do you get you. like a Starbucks they, gift card or anything? No, they validated our parking, and I think I get six dollars. <laughs> I think that's what I what I get today. You actually, that's pretty good. You don't make that much. Money no, I definitely make more 30, than six dollars an hour. For thirty minutes, you I were was, there thirty minutes. I was there for an hour. Okay, so I was there fifty right. minutes earlier okay. than in court for forty minutes. All right. I definitely make more than six dollars an hour. Thank you very much. <laughs> that's otherwise it would be illegal, and my employer would be in court. Could you uh, just go with the joke, Taylor? Cheese. No, it was a dumb joke, and I oh, needed to correct it. Oh, for the love. Um, so, right, so okay. Get out. So he, here, here's the the moral of the what story. What is the point? Are you ready for this? I'm I, we've so just been ready. talking about me in court all day. Yep. So you, you've heard of this whole thing about separation of church and state, right? I mean, I've heard of it. Would you talk into your microphone, please? I've heard of it. <laughs> okay. So separation of church and state is that the, the the government and the church they need to have different structures. They need to have, like they can't have the same power. It's they're they're very different. But as someone who's lived in America my whole life, except for those three years that I was in... Uh, never mind, I can't talk about that. That so, is not true. Uh, and I've been a Catholic my, my whole life, like ever since I was baptized, like as a small, small baby. And today, <laughs> today was the day that I realized that even though the church and the state are separated, they're exactly the same. That's hilarious. <laughs> because here I am, sitting in a place for an hour, not sure if anything good is going to come out of it, but it would be like going to Mass, and they're like, well, you get to the end of the Eucharist of Prayer, and they're like, hey, guys, there's no bread or wine, so uh, you're free to go. <laughs> it doesn't count. <laughs> so, it does count. So, but just the, like, just, right. just the stuff. Like, we can't, oh my you can't figure this stuff out. Right, like, you right. Can't, you can't tell people when things are going on. So uh, it was just kind of funny because usually when I have frustrations about the church, I come onto the radio and talk about them. So but now it's I, about wanted the it, I wanted it to be even <laughs> When, about the government. Are you going to so go through all, all three branches? This is the judiciary branch. How do you say that word? <laughs> That's a great way to end this segment, Liv. I appreciate that segue uh, <laughs> that you absolutely did, not on purpose, because that was awesome. So that was my day in court. Um, Fascinating. Last week Thank we talked you. about me getting kicked out of the basketball game. Oh, this year geez. I got kicked out of court, but wow. in a much better way. But Liv and I will be right back with Father Tim Grumbeck right after this don't go anywhere Christopher what do you or anyone you love have a beard lips or skin you I have a beard lips and skin no what do I have no hair no beard <laughs> no hair and no beard well um, daddy just shaved off his beard what do you think about that he just has a mustache I don't have a mustache. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Talking to the microphone. Oh. I don't have a mustache, you silly boy, but I am regrowing my beard, and the biggest reason that I shaved it off is because I didn't take good care of the last one. So I'm going to take very good care of my next one with Catholic Beard Balm. And you have hair on your cheeks. <laughs> I do have hair on my cheeks. If you or anyone you love have a beard, lips, or skin, you can go to ForteCatholic.com slash beard and get all the great products for for your beard, lotions, and oils, and combs. And lipstick. 
And not lipstick, but lip balm. You can get lip balm for your lips. So all you ladies who have lips, and if you have skin, any of you who have skin, there's lotion. ForteCatholic.com slash beard to get 11% off. And if we just got a new way to purchase this. So if you've gotten this discount before, you can get it again. Get it right now for Christmas time. It's the greatest gift that we've ever received after Jesus. Amen. Back to Forte Catholic. I am your host, Taylor Schroll. I am an avid Houston Astros fan. <laughs> you are. Uh, Olivia, you seem to be from Houston. That's at least I what am, you tell me. I am from Houston. So you seem to root for the Astros as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Well, we brought the enemy on to talk to us today. <laughs> I love mean, your enemy. love your. I was going to say that. Love your enemy. Well, that's what I'm doing because I'm a good Catholic. So I'm loving my en- en- enemy. I couldn't even say it correctly, and that's how bad I am at it. Uh, Father Tim's here. And he's from L.A. And the first time we ever got into it was when the Dodgers were playing the Astros last year. And I believe, Liv, who won that series? Ooh, the Astros! (laughs) We we were still alive when I got in it. It's a lot easier when when we're still alive. So Yeah. (laughs) So, Father Tim, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you here. Oh, thank you so much. I've been looking forward to this. Well, good. So uh, we got into it a couple a couple of days ago. So I, I, like, I think that was our first interaction. We've kind of playfully gone back on Twitter here and there uh, over yeah. the course of a, around the last year or so. And then we got into it again last week. What were we? I don't even remember what we were arguing about. It's like it's like fights with my wife. What were we even talking about? <laughs> we, we were trying to figure out which team Our Lady would be rooting for, and it had something to do with Our Lady loving the color blue. And then the the truth that, you know, the Dodgers, you know, starting in Brooklyn, they're called the Dodgers because they were the trolley Dodgers, which means that they were the homeless guys who were running around in the streets. Oh, really? And obviously, yeah, yeah. That's why they, that's why when we refer to the Dodgers, when they're really when not doing so well, we call them the bums. And so that's we love the bums. Yeah. And so if, if we love the bums, our lady loves the bums. And, you know, right. I mean, right here at my parish, we have a, a lot of homeless people that we try and love it to our best. And so we're trying to do what Our Lady would do. And so Our Lady loves the Dodgers. That, that was my I logic. had no idea that's where they got their name from. But that's yeah. really interesting. Okay, I, yeah. c- I could do the easy argument. And I could say, like, how many just wonderful Hispanic people we have in the Houston community. And that, <laughs> like, the Hispanic culture loves Our Lady. But yeah. I think the, yeah. the, best argument, the best argument is, is, a, is an argument from your own city. So mm-hmm. um, right. <laughs> Los Angeles... It is, is, is a long-term... It's a big city. What, do you, do you know what it means, named? Father? It's, it's, it's named after Our Lady, Our Lady of the Angels. What's the city right. of Los Angeles? Right. right, and there's another team in that city that, oh, uh, yeah. that, takes, that takes that name, the Los well, Angeles really Angels. Well, really city. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So Los now, Angeles Angels of Anaheim. So what, I, what I'm hearing from you is that you love and want to, want, want to love the homeless, but when mm. it comes to loving your neighbor, you're against that. Is that what I'm hearing <laughs> correctly? <laughs> I, I am one of the weirdest people who live in LA is I'll root for the angels too. Just not when they're playing the Dodgers and nobody, yeah, nobody can make sense of that. So no, that's um, fair. Yeah, yeah. Were you born but, and raised in LA? Like, are you, are you a native? Yes, I am an LA native. There Whoa. Are, a lot of us are there, there yeah. really a lot or is it? Cause no, I think of LA yeah. is like everyone wants to go there, you know, and become right, whatever. Right. So no, I didn't know aren't. actual actually, people were born in LA. That's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's one of the really dynamic things about doing young adult ministry here in LA is it's, there's a lot of people coming and going. Yeah. It's hard for, for people to stay here for a long time. And so when we do, it's hard to get like a really good, consistent, solid 
uh, young adult ministry, like core team, because a lot of people can't stay here for very long. You know, it's, really? it's like God keeps blessing people with opportunities away from LA. You know, one of, one of my <laughs> is, great core members. Is that members, what they call it whenever they fail at being an actor or actress? <laughs> Yeah, right, God yeah. called me to another city. Opportunity, yeah. another yeah, opportunity. He, he opened another door. Right? There we go. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. One of my great core members for my young adult ministry here at Saint Augustine, my parish. She's going to become a focus missionary. Uh, it looks like for next year, and so you know, praise God for focus yeah. and whatever she ends up in. But we're really bummed about it. And, oh uh, yeah. So, yeah. So that's what's one of the blessings of being here in LA. Is that you get to meet a lot of new people, but uh, it, it's hard to really, you know, start these these friendships that stay here. Which, you know, I guess it, it's awesome because it, it helps us reach out and look out and uh, have all these connections all over the country. It's a yeah, great thing about true. LA and fresh. You're keeping it fresh. That's what you're doing. Yeah. You're yeah. just making sure you're getting out the old energy, getting a new energy. That's what you meant. Yeah, that, that's the difference <laughs> between there and in Texas. In Texas, we just want everybody to go away, and yeah, right. they, they just stay here because their Stagnant. grandma's 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 grandma went to the parish. Yeah, right. well, well, you know, Keep we kind of want everyone to go away here too. You know, um, you know, growing up going to Dodger games, um, you know, starting on the west side of LA because I, I grew up in Santa Monica. And to get to Dodger Stadium, it's it's about the length of like the LA Marathon. It's like they start like they used to start. Well, yeah, now they start like down by Dodger Stadium, and they and they run to the Santa Monica Pier. Oh wow! And so it's like twenty six miles to get from my parents' house to Dodger Stadium, and it could take like an hour and a half, two yeah. hours uh, during the evening time. And I was just laughing, you know, every time with my dad, like ha ha ha! Look at these people; they have to do this every day. And we'd get on his motorcycle sometimes, and it would take like half an hour to get to Dodger Stadium. But then where's my first assignment as a priest? It's right at the elbow of the, the 10 and the 405 freeways. And that area right there is one of the worst parts in all of Southern California for traffic during the evenings. It's like you're driving over the 10, and you see traffic is packed on the 10. And then you look down on the 405, and it's packed going both ways. And, and so in God's great sense of humor, he put me right at the heart of like where I used to make fun of people growing up. That, uh, that does sound like God, yes. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just officially meeting. And I now know that the only prayer that you prayed, uh, when you put where your, your parish, where you were going to be placed in your parish, you put mm-hmm. it into God's hands by saying, God, please just give me patience. And there you go. That's what right, you got. Right, yeah, yeah. It's true. No, I was like, like, no, no, put me in Santa Barbara or like put me in Malibu. <laughs> right. Like, Laguna Beach. Sure. I can name a yeah. few. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yes. Well, good. So how is the whole traffic thing? Like, has it been as bad as you thought it would be? It, it can be for sure. We have a hospital that's about two miles away. And in the afternoons, it can take half an hour to get there. Wow. Uh, there's only run, one road, Venice Boulevard, to get to it. And uh, So if you're going to die, die in the accident. morning. Don't die in the right. late afternoon. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what we tell people. You know, you gotta you gotta plan this out. And, uh, um, that's so, awesome. You know, I literally I have an extra bike just in case I get a call at like four p.m. and like and it's like really like they're actively dying. I'm like I'm gonna get on my bike and get to the hospital quicker than if I wow. if I try and get in the car. Now yeah. now wow. do you pedal as hard as you can or are you like going at a pace where you know you can keep it up? What are you doing? There? Well, well, no, no, you gotta you gotta spin quickly. It's all cardio. <laughs> you know, you it's a spin class. It's an outside yeah, yeah, yeah. spin class. Good. Yeah, you, you, you don't want to grind the, the gears too much. And so you just you, you work on getting the heart rate up rather than working the muscles because you still got to walk up the stairs to get to the hospital room. That sounds so. like a hard hospital. They, did they prepare you for this in seminary? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really? There's like boot there camp. Of, <laughs> there were a lot of things they couldn't prepare us for in seminary. And I think the, uh, 
the the bike rides to the hospital was not part of it. The, la- they... the last rights bike bike rides. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so mission priest. So Father Tim, we I, I know you from Twitter. Liv was telling me she's like, "Where's he from?" And I was like, "Well, I know he likes the Dodgers, but I think he's from Twitter." So like, <laughs> yeah, right, just yeah. like give us the the thirty forty five second version of of your like who are you. And, and what do right. you do? We, we can, we can kind of, we obviously, we know you're a priest, He's but a priest. what else? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I grew up in a place called Pacific Palisades, which is right next to Santa Monica, but ended up going to school and church at a, at the mega parish of Southern California, St. Monica's in Santa Monica. And you know, that's like a mile away from the beach. And so I picked up surfing right after high school uh, and uh, dropped out of college to take up surfing full time. And then I'm sure your after, parents were thrilled. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is so yeah. cool. <laughs> Yeah, I went to Pepperdine for most of my first oh year of college. Oh my gosh, so that was, that's where I wanted that ex- to go. I love that school. It was an expensive year to uh, <laughs> at the beach. You know? <laughs> I like that. That's a nice yeah, way to say it. Yeah, yeah. So I spent about uh, six or seven years uh, chasing the surfing dream. You know, working wow. in a surfboard factory and surfing in contests up and down California. And one of the cruelest things that can happen is to burn out on one of the most freeing things that there is in the world in surfing. And so wow. I, I burnt out on the contest scene and. Uh, the whole time I knew God was calling me to something more than, you know, the marketing, the self-promotion and the, the selfishness that I'd made surfing into. And I remember walking down this, this beautiful beach up in Santa Barbara called Rincon. She's the, the queen of the coast and walking down this dirt path to get to these perfect waves and talking with a friend. And I was just like, you know, this is, you know, this is great, but I'm, I'm really thinking the priesthood might be the adventure God's calling me to. And, uh, you know, it, it sounds cheesy to me now, but, that was the reality is I, no. I saw that, that God was calling me to this, this great adventure. That's the priesthood. And I had no idea where he was going to be taking me. And it just happened to be right in the, the, the heart of where the worst traffic in LA is. And, uh, and what you're uh, saying is you just had to ride the wave is uh, essentially what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, so many yeah, analogies. Yeah. <laughs> I, I try not to preach about surfing uh, as I much as possible. Cause, Cause I, I don't want to be like that surfer priest because you know, I love the guys, but like most of the priests that I know who consider themselves surfer consider themselves surfers. They really aren't that good at surfing. Um, at least compared to like, like <laughs> I thought you were going to say preaching and I was I like, know, Oh my gosh, like, no, 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 no. this is hilarious. <laughs> they're, they're great at preaching, but not that great at surfing. And so they're all like talking about all these like images from surfing and I'm like, meh. And, you don't even uh, know. <laughs> yeah. You're like, please. Yeah. 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 So well, then you uh, should be um, the surfer when priest. I, do, uh, I, <laughs> I don't want to be like, like locked into that. Uh, I tried to get out of that whole like niche but then I'm finding like there's some, there is some really powerful imagery in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my spiritual director called me out on in the seminary and he was like, you know, sometimes Tim, you just don't go very deep. You like to be on the surface. It's like, <laughs> like a surfer who, who like, who likes to stand up. And I'm like, yep, that's me. <laughs> but then, you know, to realize that there's these, this really powerful imagery about surfing is that, you know, you don't have control over the field. Yeah. You know? It's the only sport where the field is constantly moving. And, wow, yeah. Uh, and it's really easy. Like the point is to stay on the surface. But once you go down underneath, you realize that there's this power and this mystery that's moving underneath that you can't control. And then to uh, delve into that for the spiritual life. I mean, there's, there's so much truth and analogy there that uh, it's, it's really has been moving my spiritual life a lot more than I ever was willing to admit because I didn't want to be that surfer priest. Wow. That's the best analogy that was for incredible. why I don't go deeper in my spiritual life. Like I don't <laughs> yeah. want to drown underwater. So yeah. I'm just going to stay surfing right on the top. Wow. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Our, our priesthood retreat. So like literally like two weeks before we were ordained priests, my class, 
went on retreat up into the mountains with one of our auxiliary bishops here in LA, Bishop Dave O'Connell. And it had just been a pretty rainy summer for Southern California for us. Uh, and uh, um, not a summer, like a springtime. And uh, we went down into Kings Canyon, which is just past uh, you know, the uh, Sequoia National Park. Mm-hmm. And the waterfall, waterfalls were just firing and the river was, was raging. And, and we stopped by this waterfall and like there's this little dirt path that's like all like kind of muddy. And then like you get past the trees and there's just all this mist coming at you. And the bishop was like, you know, with our spiritual lives, most people are totally content with that muddy path with like a little bit of water there. And then they get frightened when they get to where all the mist is coming. You can't see through your glasses and all this stuff. But you know what God wants to do? He wants us to jump in under the waterfall and just lose control. I'm like, oh, man, that's going to be my priesthood right there. <laughs> that sounds a lot better than drowning. That's a much better. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, right, yeah. I was like there just now. I was like drifting yeah. away. OK, how long have you been a priest? Uh, about a uh, little, little over two years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so were you, did you have a really secure spiritual life when you were surfing? Were you at mass every Sunday? Were you like a dedicate? Were they like, dude, what are you doing? Like we're going yeah. surfing. Like, man, I got to go to mass first. Like, were you always spiritual? Yeah. I'm a little harsh looking back at myself uh, back then, but aren't we all, you know, we've oh, got to yeah. grow in our patience of looking back at where we were in the past. Right. But, um, I was really involved in youth ministry at my parish. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, most Sundays I was there. But the goal of my surf life was to be surfing in the finals on Sundays. And so oh. the goal was to miss mass on Sundays, pretty much. Uh, but, Good thing uh, you but, never got uh, there. So. Yeah, right, <laughs> mass on, on, you know, late Sunday night, you know, when yeah, the ocean yeah. is closed because it's dark. Right, so yeah, yeah. you could do that. The ocean no, is closed. No, Another just classic actually. Olivia Harrison. There, there is a whole culture, surf culture, full moon surfing. Okay, see? And, uh, never uh, mind. Uh, it doesn't work. Yeah. But but that is only like when the moon is full and it's super bright and the waves are good. It's usually like two or three a.m. in the morning when the when the tides are good. Wow! Um, it's just the the way that it's all ordered by God, right? Let it goes. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so we'd be out there and surfing at like two or three in the morning out in Malibu because the waves are perfect, so you don't have to like guess wow. what it's doing. And so so yeah, I would miss uh, mass during the during the day, and I would be out surfing at like two or three a.m. in the morning. That's so cool. Uh, just, so, just like God, isn't it? He's like, hey, I have something really good for you, but it's at 2 to 3 a.m. Yeah, uh-huh. and pitch black. Thanks, yeah, right, thanks yeah. Jesus. It's yeah, called a uh-huh. newborn baby. Okay, so we've got we've got a few minutes left, and here's what I want to do. I want to give you the opportunity, uh, because like I, I've shared before that like, like Marian devotion it has been difficult for me. It's one of the most difficult things for me within Catholicism as I continue to try to grow in this thing. Um, so why do you want to claim Mary for L.A. so much? What's your argument? Yeah. Um, I, I just, whenever I think about Mary, I think about how real she is and, wow. and how she loves all her children, you know? Because we, we do quinceaneras like every weekend here at the parish. We just got these young women, you know, who've just turned 15. And somehow I've got to try to convince them that it's about the mass, not about the party that's coming up afterwards. <laughs> and so they get to leave some flowers with Our Lady. And it's just such a beautiful tradition that we're doing all over the place here in L.A. And I just want these young women and, and the young men to see Mary as more than just this character and a story written 2,000 years ago, but to, that she's, she's real and our city is named after her. And that she wants to be this mom with this fierce motherly love looking out for them, not just as this example, but as a, as a friend and as a mother. And so that's, that's why I think Our, Our Lady really looks down on, on, on L.A. With, with really a lot of love. And, uh, and Our Lady of Guadalupe is everywhere here. So <laughs> Texas and L.A., I think, are like, I think we're yeah. sisters, you know, even though y'all yeah, are a right, city. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. definitely yeah. you got a lot of that vibe. That's really cool. Oh, I love yeah. that. 
All right, yeah. wait, I got to ask. So do you still surf? Like we're, we're, we not, moved on from no, surfing. No, I just want to know. We're trying to when talk. He's not going to talk about Mary. Sunday, he could pray to I Mary while he's I want to know more about Mary. That's why I thought yeah. I understand, here. but he he could pray and surf. It might be like a. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, is it now like a relation? Like you know, bringing of the two. Yeah, they they actually made an Our Lady of Guadalupe surfboard at the surfboard factory I was at. But our our glassers were all Mexican and had this great devotion to Our Lady. So they really didn't like the idea of people's feet touching oh. uh, the image of Our Lady. So they yeah. only made one of those surfboards. But uh, yeah, I still do surf from time to time. But I've taken up mountain biking and road biking a lot more. Uh, and it's way more accessible, even though I'm not too far away from the beach. Every day I'm, I'm looking at the cams and being like, is today a good day to go out? And uh, I, don't, I can't surf three hours a day like I used to, but uh, maybe three hours a week at most. And, uh, and I'm actually kind of happy with that. And you got to build up those muscles to bring last rites to people. So I mean, yeah, yeah, it's true. Oh my gosh, I got to say, um, like two days before I was ordained a deacon, I went out surfing for the first time in a long time. I got all these like all my core muscles were so sore, and we were practicing the line <laughs> down on the marble during the ordination, and I couldn't get up. I was all sore, <laughs> and the bishop was like, Is "Tim, okay?" <laughs> he's like, "No, he's he's in a state of ecstasy. No, he yeah, just, right, he just yeah, can't yeah. move his arms." So he's playing in the spirit, you know, why doesn't that happen at ordinations? Huh? <laughs> so anyway, I'm glad I'm glad that uh, that you love Mary so much. I'm glad that she's such a big deal. in it. LA. That's really cool. And the good news is is that the Dodgers go throughout the entire nation, all throughout baseball season, so that so they can share Mary with all the rest Aww, of the nation. That's uh, true. Well, Father Tim, we want to share Mary. Uh, you want to share Mary, and we want to share you. So how can people get connected with you? Well, I'm on Twitter at Father Tim Grumbach. I'm also on the Instagram if you want to find me, uh, Father Tim Grumbach. That's, uh, that's really the only social media that I'm on right now. Um, but uh, I've got a friend who's got a radio show, uh, Trending with Timory, that uh, I help out with from month to month. And so if you want to talk about uh, pro-life issues and what's happening in the church and, uh, and you know, just looking at modern day issues from an eternal perspective, that's what we're doing. So those are good places to find me. Well, awesome. Thanks so much for coming on today. We absolutely appreciate your time. Everybody else, we'll be right back for our final segment of the day. Don't go anywhere. Christopher, where are your socks? Um, They're in the dirty hamper. In the dirty hamper because they're dirty? Yes. What is your coolest pair of socks? Um, Green pair of socks, I guess. You have a green pair of socks. Do you know what my coolest pair of socks are? The church ones. The church ones, exactly. All the all the socks from Sock Religious. So I want everybody to go buy yourself some socks for the stockings, some socks for yourself, and some socks for all of your loved ones. Loved ones? Loved ones, I guess. And loved or loved, who cares? Uh, ForteCatholic.com slash socks gets you 15% off and will make you the coolest person on Christmas morning, well, I guess other than Jesus. Everything is made up and the points don't matter. But if you are keeping track, Olivia Eugene Harrison has about 18 points deducted for all of her mispronunciations <laughs> of words. But, okay, Olivia, yeah. uh, I, I promised that we would talk about you in this final <laughs> segment. Uh, and we will. But it's my show, so we're going to start with me. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. And also, I'm not surprised. So, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. So, uh... Something has happened that you haven't commented on yet oh, no. in person. Yeah. Oh, your head. 
Your face, your hair, you shaved yourself. I did. <laughs> you shaved yourself. I, that is technically correct. But it just sounds funny. Uh, usually what I say sounds funny. So I did. I, yeah, I, you did. I, I took off all of my, my all 20, 21 month beard. I told the people on last week's show that I would talk about it in last week's third segment. So we're talking about it now. And uh, we had so much fun doing our live commentary on Father Anthony's homily that we didn't have a third segment. It's not that I was like, oh, we're going to do a third segment. We just we just ended the show. Like, we were done because we were, done. We, we were having so much fun. So here we are uh, in the third segment of a whole week later, an yeah. hour later uh, that you, then, uh, in audio than you expected, uh, talking about my face. So <laughs> I, I shaved it off. Which and, is and, weird because you just got your stickers made with your, like, you know, silhouette, and it's got your beard. So that's kind of weird. That's kind of part of your brand, man. right? Okay, but it's been it's been less than two weeks. What? And it's since I shaved. It's already yeah, co- It's uh, already you, coming back. Well, yeah. No, with, I'm not worried about it. It's hair, Taylor. <laughs> I mean, that's how it works. Don't you dare say hair that's grows back how because it it's works. not how it works. Yes, but it is. The hair in my head does not grow back. You mean person? Okay, that's called balding, Taylor. That's not called your face. It's also called hair not growing back. Oh, whatever. So, uh, so it'll be back. It's fine. Uh, people had a lot of fun uh, doing like Photoshop of the stickers and stuff. Just just keep your sticker. It'll be accurate again in another <laughs> three weeks. I don't know what to tell you. Wait a second. But I you got know... sent a free sticker. Why are you complaining? <laughs> can I? But can I ask you a couple of questions about it? Like, can I interview you? Sure, that's fine. What the, was it's your... what the it's what the people want. They all want to know why I did it, and I haven't said anything yet. All right. So all right, fine. Okay, fine. That'll be the first question. Why did you do it? I don't know why you're so upset that you get to interview me, but whatever. Oh my gosh. I'm excited. It had been 21 months. Yes. Uh, Does that mean something? You keep saying that number. Is that a number that means something? It's just factual. (laughs) It's it's (laughs) the amount of months that I had the same beard. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe 21 is magical for you. I don't know. All right. 21 Uh, months. Go ahead. Uh, Forever 21. Uh, Keep going. It's not a joke that worked. I thought there was something there. Please continue. I wish I was forever 21 because then I would still have the hair on top of my head. Oh my gosh. But. Actually, that's not true. I was, that bald. Is I was, not I was true. bald by 19. You were. So, okay. So, first of all, it had been way too long of a time that I had the beard. I felt so much pressure to keep it because Why? of because of logo stuff, because of my affiliation oh. with Catholic Bomb Co. But, like, every year, like, we as Catholics understand that there are seasons, right? There's a season for everything. <laughs> like, we're in the mid- uh, yeah. the end of Advent, really, yeah. now. We've got, right. we've got a week left. Christmas season's, l- you know, long. People don't know that. They think it's just a day. It's not. It's a season. Easter's long. I would it's fifty days. I would be ima- I would be surprised at how many people listening to the show didn't know that. But thank you for your input. Um, oh my gosh, people are smarter than you give them credit for. I'm smarter than you give me credit for. I think for. our dumb listeners are much smarter than you uh, think they are. Okay, I'm okay. <laughs> you think I'm an idiot? I do, <laughs> and I'm right. Also, I'm not a listener. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dumbest thing you've ever said. So okay, so I, I needed I needed a change. I needed a season, right? Yeah. I would shave off my beard every like nine months to twelve months. I would be like a chia pet and just let it all grow out and then shave it all off. That's a reference for everyone that grew up in 1993. So I, I just I, it was time for a change. It was time for a change. Yeah. And my spiritual life has not been good. It's it's probably been like the worst. Advent. Yeah. Has been the worst part of my spiritual life. Than the whole rest of the year. Same. Which is, I don't think so. I think you've been bad all year. But that's what Santa <laughs> told me. But I, like, it's been, it's been, yeah. it's been really bad. Yes. And like, which is crazy because Advent is 
always one of my best seasons. It's like my favorite, and I rock Advent, and I give talks on it, and I give amazing talks on Advent, and I know what to do for Advent, and I've had done incredible Advents, not this one. What, I am what percentage so bad at this. of your talks that you primarily give are things that you're terrible at? Oh. For me, it's like 80. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <gasps> the best Ooh. talks come from like in the midst Man, of the this struggle is deep, and find, finding God this in the midst of the getting struggle. getting ta- like deep. This is getting Tate. That is a <laughs> quote from Olivia Harrison on Forte Catholic. I was going to say your name again. I want everybody. I oh want somebody gosh. who is who is like uh, good Man. at like Canva or making like those little Stop. like word things. I want somebody Stop. to do an inspirational post <laughs> of Liv saying this is Tate with absolutely no context whatsoever. I now want to know. I'm going to go look at all the talks I give. And yeah, that's fascinating that you just said that. All right. Well, please continue. So 21 months. That's it. I, I needed a you change. You were just done. I needed. I needed. Okay. I needed a change. So and just say that. Why is it? I, I've said it multiple times. You just don't listen to me. <laughs> no, I mean before because you've this already interview. said you're not a listener. Oh my gosh, I cannot with you. <laughs> you're not even listening right okay. now. Did you like it when you shaved it? What What were your thoughts? Your first reaction was what? Uh, the kids' reaction is hilarious. No, that no, the- I didn't say kids. Oh, who's not listening now? I nope. said you. You asked me what my favorite reaction was. No, I didn't say favorite reaction. I said, what was your reaction when you saw it? My reaction was, the kids are enjoying this. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I like it. But did you like it? Like, do you miss the, the you know, like the the beard, the big, like, you know, lumberjack beard that you have? No, I like the change. I like the change. So you um, like it? Because, because I guess I like change when I want it. Okay. Right. That's so fair. Like, like like anybody, when change happens and yeah. it's not in my control, like it right. can be difficult. Like I'm not terrible in those situations. But like I, I wanted the change. And okay. here here's the thing. I wanted to shave my beard for about two weeks. Anytime I'm gonna make a big mm-hmm. decision. Like not I'm not acting like this is a big decision in my life. Uh it's but, kind of a big decision. But I mean though. but it's a it's, your face. It's not a big decision in the grand scheme of things, but it's a decision that will take twenty one months to fix. Right, like oh, to get back yeah. to where I was. Okay. Like, so sure. it's going to take a That's long fair. time yeah. to get back to this. So, like, anytime I have a decision like that to make, if I, I yeah. don't do it on a whim. Like, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think, think about it through. It for, right. Uh, and like most, almost every day for those two weeks, I wanted it gone. I, I was just tired of it. This all primarily came out of hanging out with uh, my friend and musician Dave Moore, and we were Aww, at, at Dave. Hi, Dave. We were at NCYC. And I was telling him, like, if, I was like, it feels like my beard hadn't grown in the last couple of months. No, like, it probably didn't. And he was like, well, it doesn't grow as much in the cold months. And uh, you probably have split ends if you haven't taken care of it. I'm like, I thought that was a thing for girls. Like, I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know guys could get split ends. Are you serious? Yeah, like you're like really serious. Everyone that had split ends that ever talked about the only because w- our hair is long enough that we can look at it. I remember in gym class we would sit with our split ends and and like peel them open, like peel them. That's a thing that girls do, like when they're in gym class, Ma- high school, <laughs> freshman year. I want to hear how I'm many not people surprised did that. That's that a real thing. That's what you did in gym class. <laughs> <laughs> you, you. There's so many things I can't say on Catholic radio, but I'm thinking them, everybody. <laughs> Bob. You. Um, so so Dave I, Moore told you you have split ends. First of all, I love that conversation. And, he would, and that it was with Dave. That's hysterical. Right, these two men with these oh, big old with beards. With these huge man. split ends. Yeah, and that was the moment beards. that I was like, I think I'm done. I think I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't want to talk about split the ends. De- that's so um, funny. And it was like it's not going to grow anymore so i was like okay yeah this i need is it here was here was the deal like anytime that i 
make a physical change, whether it's like going to work out again, and you start to see physical changes over the you know, course Sorry, of I didn't mean to laugh. Th- three yeah, weeks. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually worked out in gym class. I didn't look at my split ends because I didn't know I had them. So, <laughs> or hair, but yeah. Uh, I had hair okay. in gym class, mm. um, but not in college, I guess. So that's fair. <laughs> so I needed the change. Yeah. In my spiritual life, and a lot of times, just like, just I mean, think about all the stuff that are, that is Catholic. Like we are like, yeah. like sacraments are things that are unseen, becoming real. Like w- using things that we can see so that they become real to us. Right. And I'm like, if I want to change, if I want to be, be- a, you know, the, the quote unquote better version of me, people people take that the wrong way, but it's like I want to be better. I want to be holier. I want to be a better man. And it's like I like seeing a difference helps that. It's not like obviously shaving my beard isn't the thing that's going to do it, but it's going to remind me every time I look in the mirror, every time I you know make a video, any any of any of those things, it's going to remind me like, look, I did this for a reason, right? And is it working? No, but in the past it has. So you're saying that it is connected spiritually for you, like you you're you're kind of in this advent rut kind of situation. You're like, you know what? I'm going to connect this with my beard, but you're but how long ago did you shave it? Like a week and a half or so. Okay, so but let's talk about that. How long does it take to have s- spiritual change or any real change? I mean, physical's fast. Apparently 21 months because I feel nothing so far. Okay, it's been like not even 12 days, maybe 12 days, maybe. I don't know. I think you're being a little American about this. I mean, you're wanting a, a, an ex- like right now, you know, like you're, God, you're so a product of your generation, Taylor. Like you want like gratification immediately, but that's how it works. I'm just saying, I think, don't call it yet. Don't call it yet, and Advent's not over. It's, I believe it's in not, you. It's not, but uh, I think I'm done. <laughs> Spiritually? I don't know. With I don't Advent? Know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, it's it's been rough, but it is that constant reminder. Uh, so that's why I shave my beard. I shave my beard because I'm not a good person. That's essentially the answer. Oh, s- okay. Well, great. Okay. Good lesson for the kids. Now that I've taken 10 minutes and 45 seconds (laughs) of this segment, we have four minutes to talk about you. I can't believe you're giving me four minutes. This is shocking. You only got four minutes to say I can't believe it. Can I talk about my conference? No. You practically died for like two months. (laughs) I did. We haven't seen you in forever. I did. No, it's true. So I want to hear about your death. It's... (laughs) He doesn't care. No, he did care. Actually, that's true. Taylor checked on me, and I got to give him credit for that, especially out of all my guy I'm friends. I'm a nice person when no one's looking. No, you are, and and especially as guy friends, you're a really good one, and so thank you, Taylor. But yeah, no, it was terrible. I had I had major surgery at the beginning of November. Well, I was gone all of October traveling, speaking, and working, and then I got home, and um, I had a surgery scheduled, and this is my 11th surgery, my 7th abdominal surgery. So look, I'm not a wimp. Not my first rodeo. Are you going for a record? Like, I what's mean, happening? I'm just kind kind of bragging about it taylor i mean you get to be you know talented I have i'm surgery. more broken than you I mean, i'm, I'm just more saying broken than you. there you go so the guy who was my surgeon did surgery for me in july okay, wait wait, great. wait i have to ask how many times has this surgeon done the surgery uh what this specific surgery any or any, any what do you the, mean oh, for me personally yeah for you this was my second time with him it's a new relationship <laughs> I was about to say, like, yeah. maybe maybe you should try someone else. No. Well, the first one was great. That was the point of that. Like, in July, it was fine. And I needed my gallbladder out, which every time they're in there, I'm always like, guys, just take it out. Like, just do it. Because seven, ad- you know, like, I didn't want to have another abdominal surgery. Like, this is ridiculous. So anyway, no one listened to me, whatever. And so finally, like, yeah, we should take that out. So um, it's gallbladder. No, I mean, people have it all the time. It's a normal thing. However, I had an allergic reaction after the surgery 
to the point where my surgeon said to me when I finally saw him, like maybe a week later, I've never seen this before. <laughs> Which, let me just tell you, you never want a surgeon to say that. That's to like you. that that commercial that they have. It's like terrible. Um, are you nervous about this surgery? <laughs> me too. Oh well, <laughs> yeah. no, I don't want to hear that. I had an anesthesiologist say that to me once. He was like, "Well, I just wrote a pamphlet on the way in." I was like, "You're funny." As I'm passing out. Anyway, so I looked like I had a chemical acid burn. I t- I sent you. I we were writing through DM, and I was like, um. I look like a Marvel character, like for re- like completely legit. Like I look like a chemical acid burn all over my torso. It was going everywhere. Felt like fire, like I was burning from the inside and uh, itchy like you wanted to take your eyeballs out. Like not just like kind of itchy. It was Wait, awful. why were your eyeballs involved in this? I don't know. I just want to take them out. But I was on <laughs> Benadryl, two Benadryls every four hours, which did nothing to me except I could just like not cry and scream. So it was awful. Steroids. And then I got the flu. So there you go. I was dead. I am alive. And uh, I do have scarring left from that burn or whatever. And and um, I'm apparently Deadpool. The Catholic Deadpool. That would be so rad. <laughs> you kind of are the Catholic Deadpool. I am the Catholic we Deadpool. We can't take you anywhere. And so, this looks like his suit. It does. You're Again, you're talking about things that no one can see. Oh, sorry. She's again, talking about the red and black. <laughs> we got to end the show. I'm tired of hearing you Wait, talk. Wait, genius. No. Can I not plug my conference? Uh, when March- is it? And what's the, what's the uh, URL? Well, we're changing it, but it's March 6th. No, you can't. You can't talk about it now. It's Instagram March 6th. Genius you'll, Conference. You'll be follow back. me, V. Live Harrison. You'll be. You'll be back <laughs> way before then. Tickets um, go on sale Friday, Taylor. Okay. Well, I can't go because I'm not a woman, but Your I do have can. split ends, so I love maybe Sam. I can go. Hey, Liv, thanks yeah. for coming today. We're done. Bye. See ya. Christopher, do you know what Patreon is? No. No. Well, neither does many other people. Patreon's a way for me to be able to feed you. Do you like to eat? Yes. What's your favorite food? Yogurt. Yogurt. Well, I can't buy you any yogurt unless people give to patreon.com slash Catholic. They can get all the bonus content like me struggling through this to try to edit content out of what Christopher is talking about. So if you want more bonus content like my son, we'll maybe get my daughter in here at some point now that we're recording in the home that they live in. Uh, But you also get great bonus content with our guests and our co-hosts. Hey, Christopher, I love you. I love you too. Oh, thank you, Bubba. Bye. Oh, you have more? Why do we have a church? So we can go and pray all together. Do you like praying with other people? No. Well, that's because people suck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, say see ya. See ya. Bye. I'm really about to buy the book.